tonight, only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Streaming tonight, only on Disney+. Plus. Hey, mama girls, what the fuck is good? What's tea? What's juice? My name is Camo, and you are listening to the very last episode of Unfazed and Unbothered, season one. Emphasis on the season one, because Mama just renewed her contract. Yes, she did. Unfazed and Unbothered season two with Camel Camille. Here we come. I'm very excited about this, y'all. So before I jump into this week's episode, I just want to thank each and every one of you for tuning into our bullshit and for continuing to tune into just my bullshit. Thank you for making this show possible. I would love for my loyal girlies to chime in in the reviews. Let me know what you learned, what you enjoyed, what you took away from this show and what you're excited for in season two. Maybe some ideas, some concepts. I don't know. Throw them out there. Okay, please and thank you. But I also want to thank the sponsors. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for paying my bills. And thank you, Studio 71, for making this possible for giving me this opportunity. It has been a roller coaster ride. It's been quite the journey. I learned a lot about myself. I learned a lot in general. I learned a lot about Tasia. I gained a new experience to add to my resume, and I'm very grateful for that, honestly. Um, lastly, I would like to thank Tasia off camera. I know that you know what's up. Hey, howdy do da. But to the listeners, I want to thank Tasia for her contributions to this show, for her investing her time and energy to sitting down with me, opening up to so many people. We really and truly got so much off of our chest. And in doing so, we were able to heal our inner children. So that was great. That, that's that's great. If if nothing more ever came of this experience, then that would be enough for me and her as well. But now it's season two. I'm excited to take on this responsibility alone, a little solo endeavor. Me and Tasia will continue to support each other as individuals. I mean, that's my homegirl, my sister for life. I slept on the fucking floor for Greenlee's delivery. So I'm not going nowhere. She's not going nowhere out of each other's lives. But let's jump into the tea. This past week was quite eventful. I went to Six Flags Whitewater. I told the story on TikTok, but I was approaching the gate and security was surrounding me. Mind you, I am non-binary. For those of you who still be confused, non-binary is I don't subscribe to gender either or way. I'm just camo. I am a feminine being, so I understand people's confusion. I don't like labels, but I'm just me, okay? Non-binary little me or big me, whatever. I was wearing a high-waisted bikini bottom and no top. Now, usually I would wear like a bralette, but I was feeling extra bold that day. Now, mind you, also I have worked out quite a bit and I've lost 75 plus pounds. So 
I don't have a chest really anymore. Biological men have much bigger titties than I do. So I'm walking in, security is surrounding me, and they're all confused. They're all scratching their heads. One lady finally steps up and she's like, ma'am, are you serious? Where is your top? I grab my chest. (gasps) I don't have one. She looks at this police officer who's standing on standby, on guard. The officer, she knew, she knew. We looked at each other, she smirked. I look back at the lady. We have like a 10 second, 10, 15 second awkward pause. We're just looking at each other. I could tell the gears start turning in her head. She just, okay, go on in, go on in. Now, I don't have a problem with Six Flags. They were just doing their job. In fact, I was flattered because they genuinely thought I was a biological woman. So I was feeling extra pretty and extra cunt, extra pussy after that. They weren't upset with me. They weren't mad. They weren't aggressive and like mean. So I don't want anyone to like hate on Six Flags and be like, oh, they're they're transphobic, homophobic, phobic. No, they were just they were just doing their job. But when I got in the park, that's when my eyes started rolling because people just don't know how to mind their fucking business. Now, I would be foolish to not expect reactions, but I just don't understand what gives people the audacity There were several people who took photos, who took videos, and before anyone's like, well, how how do you know? You're just making assumptions. You're jumping to conclusions per usual. It's very obvious when somebody is standing in the distance and they aim a camera at their friend. They position their friend to be in my direction. Like I saw this one girl. She grabbed her friend who was standing against the opposite side of the bars to the and the line she was in she was standing on the opposite side where we were kind of facing each other she grabs her friend faces her back to me and starts filming quote unquote filming her friend which the camera would have only been getting a shot of this friend's ear the rest of the camera was facing on me so i would make it very obvious that i caught on i would blow a kiss i'd wave i'd flick them off and they would immediately jerk their camera back so it was very fucking obvious There were plenty of comments made. I didn't mind the comments where people were like, that girl doesn't have a top on. Because I was like, "Mm -hmm. hair flip, that's right, bitch. (laughs) Titties out. But to the people who were just genuinely being haters, suck my pussy. Or whatever I have that you don't know about. Because you don't know what I got, bitch. You don't fucking know. Which is probably why they were talking. (laughs) Anyways... It's very telling of people's character because my logic behind it was the the people who had a problem. Now, I just want to say this. More people didn't give a fuck than people who did. There was probably like 10, 10 people who really like were mean mugging or making comments. 10, 15 people. Two people. One person I saw take a picture. One person was filming. But... The majority of people minded their own fucking business. But the few people who did have something to say, these are people who would not respect pronouns, period. So no matter if I'm gun-ho on I'm a woman, call me she, call me they, those people would still only recognize me as male. So it was just a clear example of hypocrisy, a blatant example of hypocrisy because If I'm a man in your eyes, why do you care that this man is 
not covering their top. I mean, every other man in the park didn't have a fucking top on. Why Why would I if you only see me as a man? Oh, so part of you does see me as a woman, but you're a bigot. And you, okay, just, you know. So it, it was it was amusing. Now, I'm not upset. I'm not offended. I'm used to this kind of shit. But it is it is funny. It's, it's amusing. And I, I do I, I do thrive off of that type of shit. But I had a great time. All that considered, I had a great time with my siblings. We had a much needed bonding day. The next day was the three years of our mother's passing. So it was it was great to be there for each other, have a good time and just enjoy each other's company. The next day we went to the cemetery. We shared pizza and her favorite ice cream, the Jimmy Fallon. Um, what is it? Ben and Jerry's? The Jimmy Fallon one. It's so good. It's so good. We shared those. Those, those were her favorite. And yeah, what else happened? Oh, I got my third round of laser hair removal yesterday. So if you're wondering why I'm looking stubbly boots, that's why I can't really shave my face for a few days. The hairs just won't really come out anyways. There's some bumps. I'm almost tempted to not show this visual, but whatever. I also started round one of laser tattoo removal. I'm getting this these two tattoos on my arm removed. One of them says create. It's a microphone. It's so fucking ugly. Unbelievably ugly. It's an eyesore and a it's a big insecurity and has been for years. I don't know why it's taken me this long to do something about it, but I went through a period in my life where I just wanted to be tatted. I was young and dumb. I didn't have the best influences around me. I didn't have the best head on my shoulders and I was practically fucking broke. I was making no more than two grand a month. I had rent and all kinds of other bills. So I didn't have much play money. I've always been somebody who tries to save coin where they can. I'll price match shit. I don't care how much money I got in the bank, bitch. I'm a price match. Okay. Okay. Thank you. But back then, I was so broke and so desperate to be tatted that I was going to this crack-headed tattoo shop in Winder, Georgia, getting tattoos for the Lolo. Please, I beg everyone listening, especially the youngsters, if you're thinking about getting a tattoo, make sure it's an investment, okay? Because that's what it is. You're, you're going to be stuck with this for the, the rest of your life unless you want to go through misery of laser tattoo removal and the thousands of dollars that that is. Please think about this as an investment, okay? Go to a reputable artist who has clientele, who has a style, who has proper tattoo etiquette. That's important. I'm not a tattoo artist, so I was not made aware of tattoo etiquette until years after I started getting tattoos. I was going to this shop and I was printing things off of the internet and they were doing them exactly as the tattoo was that I printed up right onto me. In fact, the one that I, the, the main one I want to get removed, the one that says create, I drew that myself on a piece of paper. And back then I wasn't the, the most outspoken for myself. I've always kind of struggled with anxiety. So back then in the moment, I told the artist this was the idea I had. I did not want my drawing tattooed on me. It was just a reference. I wanted them to get the idea and make it look professional. But he fucking was gun ho on, oh, 
It's going to be great to have your own original piece on you. It's sentimental because it says create. You're an artist. You created this. You should get this. It'll be a good story. Really and truly, I think he just didn't want to do it himself for the 50 bucks he was charging me. So I, needless to say, got it tattooed on me and I immediately regretted it. The fucking microphone is so wompy, wonky, whatever. It's side, it's crooked boots. It's so fucking ugly. But I was too scared to admit that to him in the moment. I didn't want to offend his craft, nor did I want to admit that I was upset with something that was now stuck on me. So my pride kicked in and was like, bitch, you like this tattoo. Yep. And I played it off like I did. And I continued to make it seem like I didn't mind it. But truly, it's always sat in the back of my head. Why did I just continue to keep putting other tattoos? I guess I thought that they would distract from those but these are very prevalent on my arm they're their main focuses i see a lot of people staring at them people ask questions what does that say yeah girl the t looks like an l i know i know i know it's it's looking like a crackhead did it because a crackhead did do it okay <sighs> i'm getting it removed needless to say i started round one which was excruciating pain for those of you who are asking, I mean, okay, it hurt far more than the tattoo itself, but it was bearable, at least for me. Um, I don't know what your pain tolerance is. It was not cute and gorgeous, but it wasn't terrible. It's faded a little bit. There's like some patchiness within them. So I'm very excited that it's on its way out. I've got like seven to nine sessions left till it's gone, gone. But yeah, the, the story behind them, people, you know, asked on TikTok, why did you get them? Why do you not like them? Well, for one, it's ugly. The idea was, I'm an artist, create. I thought it was cute. I thought it was clever. Boom, 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 boom. Now, this is a planchette. If you're an audio listener, I have a planchette, the Ouija board, Ouija board pointer on my elbow. Another tattoo etiquette. Okay. A, a good tattoo artist will take your idea and make it their own, but your idea. You know what I'm saying? It'll be their style. They won't just slap on, copy and paste somebody else's work, which I have a few of those, unfortunately. But they will also make sure that the tattoo they are putting on you is placed in a nice, aesthetically pleasing area. I've had artists who are professionals, and they're like, oh, um, you might want to move it here because... This, when you, you know, move this way, it might do this, beep, beep, boop, 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 boop. These people did not give a fuck. They would slap it on me and be like, okay, we're doing it. And so this was in such a weird place. At the time, I didn't notice it, but a good professional artist would have known that putting a tattoo right here, right in my elbow area, when I bend my arm back and forth will cause it to distort. That was not expressed to me. It was just done. So I hate that tattoo because it looks like shit when I move my arm around. But also it just represents such a weird, dark time in my life. I was playing with Ouija boards with my bestie back in 2013. Weird things started happening. We got a bad rep around town. And I just, I don't know why years later, even though I wasn't playing with them, I thought it was a good idea to have like a reference to that period. Oh, I, it, it represents a chapter of my life. Bitch, you don't need that reminder, okay? So it's got to go, too. Yeah. 
Yeah. What else did I do this week? I went to the Chattahoochee. I, Duluth, they have a tubing, which I, I didn't know until recently. They have a tubing. I did that. It was four hours. I'm fried boots. My legs are so red and toasty. It was very calming, though. It's very slow. The water barely moves, but that was pretty much my week. Now, tomorrow is a new moon. I opened up my journal and shared an entry with you girls a week or two ago. Now it's a new moon. That was a full moon. And the the the, the full moon had already passed when the episode released. But I don't think it's no mistake that the new moon is tomorrow when the last episode is airing. And I have a journal full of ideas and manifestations for season two. Also, this moon is in Leo, which is all about confidence and pride and owning one's self. So I, I, I think it's divine timing, the universe lining up perfectly. Because here we are, new moon, last episode, season two just got renewed. What do you think? Okay, I'm going on a break. But when I come back, I'm going to read my manifestations for this next moon cycle. She's back. Okay, so the new moon is here, girls. And because you're getting this episode before the day is up, I encourage everyone to grab a journal and write down what manifestations they want for the next moon cycle, what new endeavors they want to take on, what goals they have, and how they're going to execute them. I had a manifestation journal. I'm going to keep it obviously for reference, but I had been using that one this whole year. I have several manifestation journals. I have so many journals. It's not even funny. None of them ever get filled all the way up. They get, you know, about a quarter of the way there. And then I scrap them I'm like new energy, new book. And that's what I'm doing again right now. Yeah. So I found this journal the other day. It's got butterflies on it, which is the symbol of change. I thought it was very fitting for what I wanted to start in this journal. It's a new moon. This new moon is in Leo. New beginnings, me owning my truth and my power, and I'm excited. So this is my new moon manifestation journal entry. I decided to start a new journal for this next moon cycle. I welcome in new energy, fresh perspectives, and new beginnings. With this new moon being in Leo, I'm manifesting me stepping deeper in my truth and walking in my light slash power. It's time to leave the past and abandon mentalities, logics, and behaviors that no longer serve me or push me to be my highest self. Manifesting tender self-love slash care, confidence, and a truer understanding of my worth and value. I am ready and eager to begin this metamorphosis. My intentions. It's Im- It's very important to have an intention for every manifestation, for anything, any goal in general. You need to have an intention. Think of it like this. Intention is the seed, your desire, where you want to be, who you want to be, is the soil. And what you take on, what what you do to bring those to fruition is the water. And then It's really up to you to harvest and make these manifestations possible, but it starts with the intention and your belief in yourself. So 
My intentions are to further develop as not only a human, but an artist, a friend, and lover. This next chapter, I will be my main focus, my number one priority. Because God knows I've not been these past few years. I'm manifesting grace, peace, positivity in all avenues of my life, prosperity, and healing. The world is my oyster. Love and success will be my pearl. I trust that God and the universe are protecting me and supporting my mission. Over the course of the next year, I will reach heights unimaginable. I will look and feel my best mentally, physically, emotionally. Spiritually, I will be operating at a much higher vibration. Overthinking will evolve into positive, productive thoughts. No more overthinking. I I can't. It's really fucked my brain over the past few years. I can't. My heart and mind will no longer race. My ideas and visions will come to fruition. And my relationships will be stronger than ever. Love and creativity will flow through and out of me abundantly. My music, podcast, and any new endeavor slash opportunity I take on will prosper. My cup will runneth over. Camel Camille. So, those were my manifestations. Grab your journal, write down yours, get under that moonlight, and meditate on those ideas. Do what you got to do. Get get your moon waters. I don't, I don't know. There's a lot of practices, a lot of tools, a lot of things you can do, rituals, whatever. They're not necessary. Really and truly, we have a lot more power than we realize. We are energy. You put energy out. It's like a magnet. It comes back to you. So really and truly, you don't need candles. You don't need incense. You don't need stones. You don't need anything. They're there to help. They're cute and gorgeous. Sure. But we are very powerful. So get out there and put that energy out into the world. It's time. I think it's really cool that I'm doing this now, honestly, because looking back at the last journal entry I I read to you girls, a lot of it has came to be. A lot of it is in the works. And now that I'm reading this, I'm excited to bring all these things to light and to really just evolve. I know a lot of the topics have been kind of redundant. And at this point, we've just talked a lot about what's presently going on. But realistically, you girls have watched me evolve. So much change has occurred in my life in the past year. I have gained so much confidence. I have worked on myself mentally. I have worked on my reactions I've worked on so much and I'm I'm not the same person I was a year ago. So we have talked a lot about, you know, our healing and our journey recently. And now that season two is closing and now I've kind of gotten everything off my chest lately, a lot, pretty much everyone in my life has taken notice of the change in me. I feel a change in me. The comments online, y'all even be saying like, you can just tell in your eyes you're happier. And I truly am. I I really and truly am. Don't get me wrong. There's still things that bother me. There are still trials and tribulations that'll never, that'll never not be there. That's part of life. Everything is temporary though. So get through it. Just 
push through it with gust, okay? But overall, I am a lot happier with myself, with my life, with my surroundings. So if you're tired of hearing me ramble about my mental state, I'm so sorry. Season two will be revamped. Now, season two, I will have guests on and I'll kind of be passing the mic to them so they can kind of like, you know, open up the same way me and Tasia did and whatnot. I, I, I'm not going to give too much away in season one because we're still in season one, but there's not going to be a lot of downtime. As of today, it's only going to be like two weeks. There's really only going to be like two weeks in between season one and season two, really just so I can take a breather and binge record a, a couple episodes get a new um, visual, change some things around, contact some people, and get the ball rolling. Um, So it's not going to be like a lengthy break. So stay tuned. Don't go anywhere, girls. I will be back. But with that being said, I'm going on another break. And when I come back, I'm going to be answering your questions. It is so unbelievably hot in my house right now. I turned the AC off so you wouldn't hear it blasting in the background. And I am toasty. Yeah, very, very toasty. But let's get into these questions. Miss K.Denny asked, will you be bringing back prank phone calls? Potentially, I'll probably throw a couple in there. Yeah, I'll throw a couple in there for you girls. Because a lot of people will be asking for those again and again and again and again and again and again. I'll, I'll do that. I'll do that for you girls. Okay. My bestie. Hey, Ariana asked what was slash will be your biggest accomplishment this year. I love how you added the will be because you know, manifestation, bitch. So far, the biggest accomplishment has been my weight loss down 75 pounds. So far, that's been my biggest, biggest accomplishment. But by the end of the year, I'm manifesting that I will be financially set up and prospering or at least getting my foot in the door musically. And that will be my biggest accomplishment. Okay. Hmm. Let's see. Julie. Z hearing. Have you ever had a paranormal experience? I've had quite a few. I one which well, I don't I don't know if people would say that was um paranormal. Some people would chuck it to wiring or automatic lighting. But once upon a time, me and Miss T we went into an abandoned house in the midst of our exploring. And this house, it was very obviously abandoned. There was um, chains on the gate that like, you couldn't even get into the driveway. There was brush just growing up the sides of the house. There was cobwebs all over the door handles. The door handles had not been opened. There was a window that was broken open. So like, obviously it was abandoned. We go in furniture was fully laid out we filmed this we posted it on tiktok there was there was furniture everywhere and we tried plugging in a television it would not turn on so the power was not on but when we opened the door 
this light would come on and off. Now, people were like, oh, it's just automatic lighting. But there were times when we were moving and it would not come on. And there was times when we weren't moving that it would come on. So it was there was there was clear examples of it not working as an automatic light. So I don't know, call it paranormal or not. It was paranormal in my opinion. I also love going to St. Augustine, Florida, and they are known as, or it's known as like the third most haunted place in the United States or the world, one of the two. I go there pretty much every year with my family and we do like all the ghost tours. I once like, we went into the Ripley's Museum at night. They do like a ghost tour and they give you disposable cameras and we also had our own camera. But anyways, I took a picture when they were talking about this little boy that died and when it was like a hotel and like, yeah, he usually hangs around this, it was like a photo booth and they had like said that um, ghost hunters and um, ghost whoever like came there and explored and like yada, yada, yada. They were like, oh, this boy, he, they found out that this boy stays and lingers around this area so i took a picture immediately and there's like smudging on like a, a metal chrome section of this photo booth and it's like a face like undeniably a face that was like 10 years ago i don't even know if i could pull that up but i've had several experiences but anyways let's see mm-hmm. Um, okay. Manava.s. What is your favorite workouts, queen? So I love seated leg presses. I love leg exercises, really and truly. My legs are far stronger, far more stronger than my arms are. And I'm a Sagittarius. We're known for our, our legs, our bottom halves. So lots of leg workouts. I don't do much cardio, but Let's see. Mackenzie asks, what is your favorite song to sing? Mm. Hmm. I would say like when I bust out into songs or the song that I've busted out into randomly the most would probably be The Girl Is Mine by Michael Jackson and Paul McCartney. Um, Random as fuck, I know, but. I love that song. Oh, my my cousin. I almost said my Joel. My cousin Joel. Congrats on the full season, Cam. On a full season. Thank you. I love you, Jojo. What is one thing you would tell your younger self, Miss Paige Adam Four? Hmm. I would tell my younger self to slow down. Slow the fuck down. Yeah, breathe. Take your time. Think. Yeah. <laughs> Miss Hanny, Hannah Banani asks, what are the most important qualities you look for in a partner? Somebody who can reciprocate. Somebody who is equally invested. Somebody who is loyal and honest. Somebody who is attracted to all parts of me. All of me. 
regardless of labels, regardless, I need somebody who's confident. I need somebody who is not scared of what people will think because I am a character, okay? But I'm an amazing, beautiful, gorgeous character inside and out. And I deserve a king who can step up to the plate and give me what I want and deserve. And I don't want much time and touch, affection and loyalty, really. That's all. You don't got to buy me shit. I'll buy my damn self whatever the fuck I want when I want. Thank you. Morehead 08. Okay, per Morehead, period. That sounds great. Would you recommend under eye fillers? I've always had a bag, a bad bag under one of my eyes. I do recommend filler under the eyes. I have loved mine. It gave me newfound confidence. So if you want to do it, shoot for the stars. Um... A lot of questions about ghost experiences. Wow. A lot of people asking me what I would offer my or tell my younger self. Hmm. Okay, Miss Alala Austrian Stereo. Oh, Lala Lost in Stereo. Wow, I'm silly. <laughs> Speak it into existence, period. What do you want? for yourself by this time next year. I want to be so focused on my music and so happy all around physically, mentally. I'm definitely a lot happier and I'm on the right track. I've I've gotten a lot accomplished, especially after taking my medication. Like I've really gotten a lot done in the past few weeks. So this time next year, I want to be so in my bag. I want to be so happy physically and mentally and just set up right. You know, I want I want to be prospering, if you will. Miss Autumn Noel, do you have any regrets in life? Yeah, these tattoos. Those two tattoos that I'm getting removed. A lot of tattoos that I have, they have minor imperfections, but luckily I only have like outlining so they could easily be touched up with maybe a, a deeper outline or added something to it or shaded in. Oh, for everyone asking if me and Tasia are still friends, she's calling me right now. So should I answer? Hey, girl, before you say before you say anything, I'm saying goodbye to season one on the podcast. So if you want to say goodbye to the girls real quick, say toodles. What? You're breaking up. Oh, shit. Girls giving Metro PCS. Let me call you back. Okay, Bobby. Toodles, bitch. Well, there she was. There you have it. She was calling me. We're we're good. Okay, so please stop asking if there's tea and drama because there's not. Okay. What is your favorite meals to make? Discerning. Right now, I've been making a lot of rice with a brown rice with salmon and um, broccoli. And that's going to wrap it up for today. Yeah, I love you girls. Thank you. Season one, it was an experience. 
Lots of ups. Oh, you know what? I'll answer this one too. Maddie Marrow asks, does laser tattooing hurt more than getting the tattoo? Yes, it does. I think I even mentioned that in the beginning of this episode. It hurts a lot more. But anyways, thank you girls for season one. Thank you girls for sticking in, sticking around, sticking in. I'm scatterbrained. It's time to get the fuck out of here. I need to go eat and go to the gym. So, mm, I love you. Mm.